Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Free the Sour Stone podcast. I'm your host, Elihi. I uh, hope everyone's staying safe out there. It's a really beautiful afternoon right now. Actually spending this outside in the, uh, the backyard. So this is the first episode I've recorded outside my room. It sounds really depressing, but uh, I was always worried about like wind and just people walking by and other interfering noises. So I always thought the, the room made the most sense, but I, uh, I've been inside most of the day, so I felt like going outside here and just kind of enjoying this weather. So uh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think it's really, really good to uh, at least take advantage of it while we can, like in our backyards or front yards or side yards or whatever we can. Um, it's really tempting to hike with uh, a lot of people. And while I still try to hike here and there, I've um, been avoiding trying to grow groups of people and things like that, which is hard because you actively don't want to avoid friends, but it's also like it's a responsible thing to do. So it's really unfortunate. Um, but yeah, hope everyone's doing all good. Um, I actually wanted to check in and discuss kind of the success of the um of the I, I post an episode called pre-adventures and that's I guess this would be the post adventure um it was last Friday I uh decided to kind of go around to different hiking trails so the more popular ones around Connecticut that I personally hiked on a bunch of times and I've seen a lot of people on especially now that COVID's going on so um I printed out some flyers the night before and uh went to good old Staples and uh yeah the uh the rest is history (laughs) basically i um you know i I went to staples and uh it's pretty cool because they're one of the businesses that was actually um supporting covering your face and things like that and uh luckily i brought a scarf so i was able to wrap that around my face and you know not look sketchy walking around other people were doing that too being responsible and they had those um those arrows on the ground kind of designating that there's these uh one-way directions you should be going to avoid um I guess avoid people crowding up and hitting each other. Um, and I've actually seen this in Target, and uh, I, I think other businesses too. From what I, uh, from what it seems like, are going to be catching on to this. So uh, whatever helps, you know. Um, so it was really, really not crowded at all. And uh, I was kind of trying to figure out. I wanted to hang up these flyers. Like first of all, I wanted to get copies. Wanted to get the tax, no problem. But then it came down to, okay, I can hang up pieces of paper but how do I prevent them from being destroyed by the water and the snow and things like that so that kind of arose the problem there and uh, I saw they had these you know I asked around and they had these covers for um, uh, for documents and you can hang them up but it didn't really look as good it kind of looked a little bit like a weird baggy type thing and not as aesthetically pleasing to look at Um, and then the other option was to laminate them and um, I ultimately went with laminating them. Um, I was asking the guy for help and everything. And, uh, you know, shout out to the, uh, uh, the print and copier team over at Staples and everything. The gentleman who was helping me was uh, very helpful. Uh, the one over on um, Mill Plain. Uh, really, really helpful guy. Just want to uh, give a shout out to him. Not sure if I want to name drop. I feel like that would be kind of... It's useful, but it's like whatever you name drop, it's kind of, it's good and bad. It's like, cool, I'm giving the guy a compliment, but it's also kind of a, uh, you know, you're kind of putting him on blast type thing. But but this is all positive here where, uh, you know, this guy was super helpful. Um, I hit him with a few questions of just like, hey, like, do you know, would this work better? Would that work better? How about this? What about that? And he was helpful through everything. And, uh, you know, it always makes an experience when you got to spend money much better when someone just are very helpful and things like that. Um, so that was cool. Uh and, uh, yeah, he was manning the, uh, he was holding the fort down. He was killing it. So, um, if you're listening, you know, I, I talked to him about the podcast. Uh, he saw the advertisement. He said we tune in. So if you're, if you're listening, I appreciate all your help. Thank you. Uh, you were an essential part of this journey that, um, of, of, uh, handing out these flyers that I'm about to go into. So, um, yeah, but essentially he, uh, you know, I was talking to him about which would make more sense to laminate all of them or to get the covers. And, you know, he had compelling points. Like, you know, the laminated paper looked way better. And on top of that, just if you put a thumbtack in the covers and hang them up, it would still allow water to come in and snow and whatever. And it would still destroy the paper. And, you know, there's, there's just other problems arising there. So, you know, so I ultimately went with the lamination and I felt good about that. So that whole process is really cool. Um, 
so that was all taken care of again uh much respect to the guy who helped me and everything you know whatever people are nice we always like to kind of give them a shout out so locals are always great you know we appreciate the locals right um or i guess just helpful people in general <laughs> regardless if they're local or not uh and um yeah so i guess the first stop right the first stop on my list because this was mill plane this was like over in danbury i'm like okay you know what i'm gonna go hit uh terry wild now, Terrawal, very popular park, very beautiful area, a lot of acres of, uh, of land to explore. They actually have a mansion you could go and rent out um, for parties, for... Um, I've seen weddings hosted there, actually, um, and uh, a bunch of other events. So, that uh, it's a really popular area. And on top of that, they have, uh, like, a few different ponds, lakes, hiking areas, and a um, they have this abandoned... Everyone calls it the castle, Um Terrawal Castle. It's really called Hearthstone Castle. It was property owned by a few different families throughout the 19th and 18th century. Now, late 19th century, the city of Danbury, um, they actually purchased the land, but they didn't do anything with it. So it ultimately got destroyed due to flooding damage, other weather, things of that nature. So um, it is a really beautiful building to go and visit. It's really fun. you know, not structurally sound in some instances, but the rock formation around the side is always nice to look at. The destruction in the middle is pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I'm not advocating anybody uh, go in there and destroy any bit of it. I'm just uh, giving you kind of what I've seen and everything. It's a beautiful area because uh, I know I, I know some people that are really into just kind of tagging and just messing up some of the structures. And, uh, you know, we could avoid all that. Let's just enjoy certain landmarks and keep them in um keep them around for a few years you know um so that's a really cool spot and i know of course everybody goes and visits there aside from the fact that it's a very popular destroyed building and you know who wouldn't want to go in there there's also uh big hiking trails around that area so i uh actually i should backtrack a bit before i decided to go up there and everything um Terrawal has a few different entrances. They have a main entrance right across from the school called Immaculate, which is a, uh, dare I call it, a private religious school. I'm sure people would argue with me on that one. I, I didn't go to Immaculate. I knew people that went to Immaculate, and uh, I don't know. Hey, that's each their own, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I kid. Immaculate, I'm sure, is a fine school, but um, it's across from Immaculate. Uh, you have a first parking lot and then you have an, a gate that sometimes they keep open. Sometimes they close at least to a second parking lot. You can, um, park either way there and it leads to a main kind of hiking area. Or if you want to be daring, you can actually go up the driveway, um, at the very beginning of the parking lot that connects past the mansion and leads to this parking lot. That's actually across the street from, uh, the castle. And it also is uh, right next to a cliff. So a lot of different parking areas, but where I put the first flyer was actually um, the secondary parking lot in the very beginning across from Immaculate High School. You go in there and then you go to the secondary parking lot and this is my first, uh, this is my first flyer. So I'm like, okay, I need to put this in a spot people can see. So I first hung it up on a tree that was kind of around, like in the middle of the parking lot. And at first it seemed like a good idea, but as I'm driving away, I'm like, you know, People are going to see it when they come in, but it's not like within a second of them seeing it, they're just going to want to tune in and just going to want to watch it and things of that nature. I don't know. So I, I thought, you know, let me go back and fix that. Um, so I did. I uh, I hung it up actually by the gate because um, there's there's kind of two gates. There's a gate to the secondary parking lot and then there's a gate to the very entrance of it. And they have that one closed so that people don't drive their cars onto the land because people do that, I guess. Uh, so I kind of hung it right there. So you have no choice but to kind of walk by it and everything. Um, it's really funny. I, when I was hanging it up, I was, I was taking photos of it just to kind of like, just to kind of see how it looks and everything. And then, uh, you know, show whoever afterwards, like, Hey, here's where I put some of the flyers. And, um, there was this old guy there and he was calling after his friend and his friend was, um, they were taking speaking really loud and they were just like, uh, hey, you ready to get stimulated? Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> of course, they're not talking to me, but I'm like, I uh, better, I better leave. I don't want to get stimulated by old men. Not today. Maybe tomorrow, but not today. Uh, so 
that was really funny. You know, I uh, hope they're hope they're doing okay. Hope they enjoyed their hike and all that. So the second flyer, I wanted to hang up by the castle. Um, I see, I wanted, I didn't. My whole idea behind hanging these flyers was I didn't want to hang one on every tree, and I didn't want to make it look ugly. I wanted it to be strategic and have a few flyers. I only printed out sixteen copies. So, or in total, I had 16 copies, including the first one I had. So, uh, one I want to keep for myself and 15, I want to spread across a bunch of different trails. So actually before I left my house, I sat down and I thought about each trail and I thought about the popular areas and the non-popular areas and where I should hang them. And I wrote down in a uh, document, I wrote down, okay, Terrywall, I want to put two and then we'll get to the other trails I hit and how many I wrote down for those and how that changed as we went about it. But to give you an idea, I tried to be very, um, uh, tried to be more, uh, you know, you know, the phrase work hard, not smart. I wanted to kind of do that as much as, uh, or work smart, not hard. Excuse me. <laughs> that was, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> I wanted to kind of do that. I didn't want to, you know, put a lot of quality. I wanted to do quantity. I wanted to be like, okay, I can have success just from a few flyers instead of a few hundred. So that was the idea with this whole process, being strategic and being careful. Uh, it also helps my wallet because I'm not about to spend all this money to get like 100, 200 copies, especially laminated, cost a few dollars each piece and on top of the thumbtacks and other things. So working with what I got, no problems. So I, I, uh, I had hung up the first flyer. I'm going up to Terry Weil uh, Castle. So I parked in the upper parking lot, or actually, fun fact, you can actually kind of park at the very beginning of the castle, and you guessed it, there's a gate there as well, because they want to prevent people from pulling up directly to the castle. Um, don't know if you can hear that screeching noise in the background. It sounds like either a brake, a tire, I th or a kid. I don't know. Who knows? I, I'm off-duty today. I'm not here to help the neighborhood. <laughs> um, whatever off-duty means, whatever job I have. Uh, Usually, usually it's my job to scream and scare the neighbors. So I feel a little upstage right now. Wow. Anyway, uh, so basically, I um, I parked, and there it was. It was cool. There's another car over there, and I uh, I parked right at the beginning of the entrance, and um, I walked past the gate, and I'm walking up, and uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, where do I want to hang it? I don't want to hang it in the building. I don't want to hang it on the building. I want to hang it on a tree where, if you're looking at the building, you could see it, just kind of by proxy, just uh, by association, and everything. So as I'm walking up. I noticed there was a tree and someone had hung up a wood red arrow and it was very noticeable, very big. And I thought, wow, that's, uh, that's cool. That's new. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm going to put my flyer at the end of the arrow. So that's what I did. So I went over and I just drilled my thumbtacks right in there, made sure they're all tight. Cause every, every flyer, um, I'm not a big fan of littering, not a fan of just destroying trails and, and, and just, you know, affecting nature. So me hanging up these flyers, I really, really, really pressed in these thumbtacks to make sure they weren't going anywhere. I still got some marks on my fingers right now from really grinding them in there. So I was trying to be careful and um, I would use an, on average between three or four thumbtacks and stretch them out at different parts to really make sure that they were hung in there. So um, yeah, but anyways, uh, I hung it on the end of the arrow and I thought it was the coolest thing because this is like a perfect little mark here with this arrow it's super noticeable and then with the flyer at the end of it it's the ultimate just hey look at this type thing you know um the ultimate ploy so uh walked away from it looked at it seemed good and i thought you know what the first one was cool this one's even better so great got that done so now terry wall is conquered uh so two at terry wall and now the next one on my uh, hit list was lover's leap new milford really beautiful area has actually a very interesting backstory where um uh, supposedly this goes back to the days of the natives, not Indians, because, uh, you know, Indians is such a bizarre term. They, it was, you know, early settlers mistaken it for what India, something like that. So then the, the phrase kind of catched on as these are Indians. They're, they're not the natives, you know, um, really weird how that's still a used phrase, you know, um, but yeah, so anyway, so the, uh, supposedly goes back to the native days where, uh, there were a few people that wanted to be together, but society didn't want it. And, uh, they ultimately killed themselves. So, 
Uh, I don't know where particularly they jumped. That is always a question that pops my mind. If I'm there with friends or by myself, I'm always like, is this the spot? Is that the spot? Like, is this even the right trail? Like, what? <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's kind of wild. Just side note, but uh, you think about throughout history, there's always been instances of people falling in love and then society kind of deeming it unfair, unfit. And it's, you know, it's, it's pretty sad, I'd say, you know, I think we could all fair, uh, fair share in that where, um, uh, listen, I'm single and everything. I'm not in a relationship, but if I were with somebody and they really made me happy and they were happy with me and that was that would be amazing as itself, but it would just be so awful to have like a group of people decide that it was so unfair and unfit for us to be together that they would, uh, I, I don't know the entire full story, so I don't know what they did to these people, but to the point where they felt compelled to kill themselves. So, you know, a tragic story. Um, yeah. Conversation, I guess, about love and relationships for another time, but kind of, you know, sad backstory, but on the plus side, this was a beautiful trail and there's a lot of beautiful cliff side areas. Um, we're overlooking this nice little uh, water bank. And it's it's shallow enough to where speedboats and rowboats and waterboats can't go on it. Which, which I'm thankful for. I'm a big kayaker. And uh, granted, haven't kayaked in a bit. But uh, I enjoy kayaking. I enjoy kayaking, canoeing, beyond the water. And I don't really find speedboats all that fun. Uh, it's, 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 it's one of those things. I mean, teach their own, you know. Um, I like being on the water by myself, just sitting there relaxing, taking it all in. Um, and you know, if people are having fun, their speedboats, it's cool, but there is also some level of just like, great. There is a speedboat in the water. It, it, it's like when you're sitting somewhere and you hear a loud Harley Davidson bike, just like <laughs> go down the, um, go down the road and it's so ungodly loud. And you know, you're like, great. There goes my hearing for a sec, you know, um, super happy. I got to witness this in person, you know, great. Uh, they're not quite that level, but it's, it's still one of those things, you know, you almost think, Hey, why not just get a Cannondale <laughs> or, or the person a speedboat? I think you'd like a kayak or a paddleboard more and I'm sure everyone around you would like that more. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, I've had fun on boats, just, just my two cents there. Um, but, uh, I've never actually kayaked over there and I'm actually thinking of doing it. And especially with no, no speedboats around, it's a lot safer. So might have to look into that. But uh, I digress. Beautiful hiking areas, beautiful cliffside areas. And I thought, okay, this trail, we're going to have two, two flyers. So we're going to go uh, the main way where you go to the parking lot. And uh, again, this is into Milford. And you basically cross over this bridge and you go up this one, um, you go up this one hiking area. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. It's just, it's slight uphill incline and not that long of a walk, really. Um, you know, you might have an equal or greater walk to your mailbox than to this thing, or probably twice the length of it, but still. Uh, you walk up to it, and um, then there's some rocks here and there, and you pretty much get to the cliff. And I saw a lot of great candidates to hang up the, the flyer. I was really thinking about it. I thought, there's areas here, there's areas there. But ultimately, I decided on this nice little tree that was right at the entrance of the cliff. Not at the edge, because I, I wasn't trying to you know, compete with the view. I didn't want to be pretentious like that. I was just trying to think, uh, marketing wise, where can I hang up the least amount of flyers and get people to see it? Um, so I hung it up in a spot where if you're walking up to the cliff, you'll have no choice, but to see it. So, uh, luckily that worked out. Uh, I thought it looked really great. I took some photos of it. I'm like, all right, awesome. This one looks beautiful. Uh, feel content with it. Feel content with where it's at. Feel a little guilty having to put it near this beautiful area. But again, trying to advertise, it's what we're here for. So, so cool, finish that. Um, I'm walking, now Now here's the thing. I, I mentioned I wanted to do two at, uh, at Lover's Leap. After hanging up the first one, I thought, okay, I'm gonna hang up this other flyer kind of on this other cliffside area that's across the water. Um, and it's right, if you're on the parking lot, you can either go take kind of the mainish way over the bridge and lead to where I was just at, or, you can take a turn into the woods and it leads to different areas and it leads to another cliffside as well. That's where I was trying to backtrack to and hang a flyer over there. So I can kind of hit two of the main areas. Um, now I ran into an issue. I was kind of stuck behind a family and um, 
you know, like social distancing and all that. You're not trying to walk past them, but it's also like they're going kind of slowish and you're stuck behind them. And I had to pee so badly. (laughs) This is is traumatic. I had, you know, for us coffee drinkers, like for any coffee drinkers listening, you understand the pain. You drink a lot of coffee and all of a sudden it's just like, you know, uh, bombs away, you know? So I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, I, I, I'm standing there, I'm walking. I'm like, man, I gotta get around these guys. And I, I feel creepy. I'm like, you know, just walking behind them. Not, not close, but you could tell that I'm trying to get by and, and, you know, no shame on their part. They're a family having a good time. They had their dog out. Dog was cute. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was a gold lab, really happy, happy guy. Um, you know, I'm happy the family got to get out there, but again, I had to pee. (laughs) So, this was just the longest walk back to the bridge and, um, or rather to the hiking trail. And I was so worried that they were going to like cut into the hiking trail when we crossed the bridge. And luckily they didn't. Luckily they didn't. I should mention too, uh, before we get into the, hang up the second flyer, uh, on my way to hang up the first flyer, I crossed the bridge and there was these two different groups of, well, yeah, two different parties that recognized each other. There was this couple and then there was this, uh, this other woman. Now, in this south they would say bless their heart okay they were trying to social distance and good on them but the way they did it makes me not social distance because one of them stood on one end of the bridge and the other one stood on the other end meaning like you walk pat you walk over the bridge and one's on the left and one's on the right and i have no choice but to squeeze around one of them like one of the parties so that, that was a little aggravating i'm like guys I, I get what you're doing here but could you like maybe do this vertically not horizontally so i can get by cough, cough, you know, um, uh, could you imagine if I just walked by and started coughing really loud? That would have been, (laughs) that would have changed the dynamic, but I walked by, I was like, okay, cool. No biggie. And on the way back, they were still in the same spot. And I'm like, what are we doing here? You know, (laughs) no adjustments necessary. All the people that pass by you, you're just like, I'm standing here. This is my ground free country, whatever, man. Um, so, okay. So that happened. Uh, I don't think they meant any harm by that, but it's just a funny, it's just a funny spacing thing. And, uh, we got past it. It's cool. I, uh, I got, so now I'm leading to the second hiking trail, the second flyer I want to hang up. And, uh, at this point I was feeling a little fatigued, not going to lie. Cause I was doing Terry while was there for a little bit and then driving over to lover's leap and then walking around. And I, I don't know if it was a coffee wearing off or what, but there's a good amount of walking and other things going on in between. So, um, so that happened. And then, uh, I'm walking up, walking up and I led to this cliff area. And this was actually, this was one of the first ones where I was really stumped. I was like, where do I hang this second flyer? There was a lot of great options and I probably could have hung it up more in a flat area, but I had this idea of hanging it up by the other cliff and I hung it up in an area where unfortunately a branch kind of blocks it off, but it's also very visible once you get to the top. So I, I was really back and forth on this. I sat out for a bit and I said, you know what? We're just going to leave it there. I have a lot of other stops to hit. Let's just, let's just do this. So sat on it for a bit and I thought this is good. At least there's a flyer hung up. People that are going to take this trail are going to lead up to it. It's just inevitable. So I decided to keep it there. So cool. I came back to my car. I thought, okay, we hit Terry Wild, two flyers. We just hit Lover's Leap, two flyers. So that's four out of the 15, I was going to hang up. Now, the next one was interesting because I was originally going to hit uh, these two different parks that are very much next to each other. Um, not only are they like address-wise next to each other, but they even have trails that connect to each other. Um, there's Bennett Park and McCower Park, both in Bethel. Right off uh, Exit 8, right by, um, like right over by Exit 8, Exit 7 area, it's um, actually technically too. You can go anywhere from exit nine, eight, seven. It's like kind of nearish it all, like near all of them, um, depending which route you take. Uh, right off Payne Road was kind of the quickest area, um, and it's near actually where Bethel used to have a police station, but they decided to move it because of flooding and other issues. But yeah, very very nice parks. They uh, Macau actually used to have a lot of really nice wood um, wood play sets. And uh, they eventually replaced them with the newer, like, metal ones and things like that. So that was really cool. Um, it's kind of a shame, though. Uh, Macauer has changed a lot over the years. They used to have a lot more jungle gyms. And they replaced a lot of it. And some they just got away with or got rid of. And they did replace a big chunk of their land with a doggy park. So that, that's pretty cute. You know, I can't, can't hate on that. It's always great seeing people with their dogs and everything. 
Um, so, you know, this Macauer, they even added a nice little walkway around the entirety of the park, which circles around a pond area. Um, the pond actually has some weird history behind it. Supposedly people used to swim in it, but there was some kind of weird suction that happened and somebody swimming had gotten sunken under and drowned. Uh, I kind of want to look back into that and figure out what kind of phenomenon would cause someone to get sucked under. Cause it wasn't like some sea creature. It wasn't the creature from the black lagoon shout out wherever you are. Hope you're doing good. Um, it wasn't even that it was just like some kind of natural thing that happened. So they decided to lock it down and no one's allowed to swim in there anymore. So yeah, I get it. You know, it's a shame. Uh, you know, feel bad for the person's family, especially the person, uh, and maybe in the pond. I don't even think they wanted to like, contribute to that person's death you know crazy but um nonetheless bennett bennett on the other hand has just a regular place set and it's been like one little slide and a staircase and that's it and a nice little picnic area so it's it's been a very popular fishing area every year they would have the fishes get dropped off there and when i was in cub scouts we would have to sleep in the night before because people would try and sneak in and fish uh before the official day so uh, fun area, really beautiful to just hang out, go there. Um, you know, Macauer too and everything. Um, but, uh, I, I was going to hit one flyer at Bennett, one flyer at Macauer, but I kind of decided, I thought, you know, as much as these are good spots, I feel like I should hit Fairfield Hills instead. Now Fairfield Hills was not originally on my list, but I, I was thinking that area is so populated. On a bad day, you'll always have joggers, people playing uh, soccer on the field, people walking, people walking their pets, walking their kids with the leashes and everything. Just so much people. Um, and it's only growing now with COVID. You know, all these trails that would either have no people or just have some people are now tremendously bigger and more populated. That and Fairfield Hills actually has some businesses coming in. Um where they used to have these abandoned buildings because it was a it was formerly a group of buildings that was dedicated to treating the mentally ill um now the unfortunate unfortunateness of uh saying that is the fact that this was a mental facility that opened up in the 1930s only closed in the 90s due to funding now human rights in the 30s <laughs> um I don't quite think there was a lot of human rights there. You figure between World War One, World War Two. I mean, let's not forget things like the draft and things like that. Like there were situations, and obviously World War Two. I can probably maybe condone a draft more, but um, I'm not trying to get super political here. Uh, but again, you think that our government in the past will have 18 year olds go and fight for wars and everything. Doesn't matter if we agree with it. Doesn't matter if we don't agree with it. Um, so that's, that's a big human's right, uh, human rights thing right there. I mean, I, I'm 23. If I turned 18, and had to go to war. I, I don't know. That would be awful. Um, I have a high respect for everyone in the military. Uh, it's nothing against them. It's just the idea that if you're not, if you don't have your heart and mind into something and you're being forced to do it, especially something like an actual combat field and war, that's going to have just an incredible impact on you. And I don't mean in a profound way, you know? Um, so, and, and I guess too, me saying World War II, the reason I can condone that more, obviously it was a little different. I mean, you can argue, I guess, with, you know, Pearl Harbor and then uh, with Hitler, it was more of an incentive to us to all kind of round up and fight them. But even still, even that, I don't think any of us would be like, yay, let's go fight Hitler in the war, you know? As much as none of us like Hitler and Nazis, and to this day, uh, a lot of sane-minded people are just like, okay, cool. Not a fan of Nazis and everything. I know Germany banned anything involving Nazis, so you can't, um, you can't even own any Nazi propaganda, which I, I respect that. That's, that's not me hating on that. It's just they've really owned up to it and then some. Um, but, uh, and the world, for the most part, aside from neo-Nazis, you know, because there's always the exception rule. There's always that one group of people that want to be counterculture, you know, like I, I ranted for a while yesterday about people that think it's a good idea to rally up against the governors who are telling us to stay home. They exist. These people exist. What can I say? Uh, we can learn from them. They're very entertaining. I like Tiger King. I think it's a fun show. Do I think that these are human humanitarians? No, but, uh, again, they're, they're funny people. And, uh, well, I don't think certain people necessarily 
do I think that people like that are in the right frame of right frame of mind to go and protest these things? No. Uh, as you heard in my 22 minute podcast about that yesterday. Uh, but what can you do? But I am not here today to talk about them. I'll reference them from time to time because they're funny to take shots at. Uh, and this is purely monologue, so I feel a lot safer doing so. But um, yeah, Fairfield Hills used to be, it was a mental asylum. And um, people, I imagine in the 30s and up until even recently, if you had things like anxiety or God forbid you were prone to seizures with like epilepsy and other uh, other illnesses that we better understand now, they would probably throw you in that, you know, in the facility. And this facility, just like any facility in the past, has a history of lobotomies, electroshock therapy. Uh, I think I was reading once hydrotherapy. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of scary forms of therapy that they were into to try and attend to the sick, quote unquote. Um, very sad. Very sad. You imagine that if facilities were a lot better about treating certain people it probably wouldn't be they probably could recover get out or people with uh minor situations going on could be recognized and leave too you know there's a lot there's a lot of eeriness there so a lot of mysterious deaths that have happened in fairfield hills too uh i would look up on if you're interested in fairfield hills definitely uh look it up in damned connecticut and other websites it's got an interesting history again it only closed due to funding now uh that being said I know there's a lot of people that walk around there. I know that for a fact. So I, I went, okay, let me uh, let me go to Fairfield Hills. So this was fun because now I'm like, I'm like, okay, this will be a good spot. Let me, you know, let me go hang these poet flyers up. And you know, I mentioned how in Terrywild people love to, you know, go into the castle. Fairfield Hills is no different. It's a bunch of old abandoned buildings. I mean, they're creepy and interesting and amazing and things like that. Um, so yeah, that, those are buildings. Very, very much people go in and out, you know? Um, although it's, I wouldn't recommend it now. I, uh, I've been noticing at times that I've walked around, I've seen, um, I don't know if it was a guard following me. It was just this white car that happened to be near anywhere I went. And I wasn't breaking into the building. I was just walking around, looking around. And I'm pretty sure I've heard around that guards are now actively searching there. And I have reason to believe that they probably are. So just we're, uh, food for thought for anybody. Um, it's a beautiful lookout from the outside too. So if you're looking to go walk around there and explore Newtown, that's that's a really cool spot. There's actually a brewery opened up in that uh, set of buildings. There's a school across the street. There's the senior center, uh, Newtown uh, Town Hall, a massive field for soccer, another massive field uh, further back. Like it's, it's a whole area with hiking trails and everything. So the first flyer, I hung up on a tree that was kind of in the middle and uh, ultimately backtracked from it because uh, I thought maybe I could hang up in a better spot. No problem. No worries. That's why we're here. And then I, uh, I brought it over to there's this really funny spot. There's this building that the Newtown construction team was so sick of rebuilding all these doors that they just put mounds of dirt in front of all these doors. They even put a massive boulder in front of it. They were just, they were done. So, um, so I even saw people put like fake arms and legs sticking out of one of the entrances. And I thought, this is the area. This is the spot I'm going to hang up my flyer. So I hung up a flyer right on this tree, right outside of it. Cause I've actually seen people stop and look at it. So, or not the flyer, but rather that area. So I thought this would be the area. So let me hang it up and it looks great. Fits the aesthetic. Love it. Dig it. Cool. So now we have the first flyer done. I wanted to hit two for Fairfield Hills. So the second one was actually a pain, an absolute pain. I wanted to hang it up by the, um, there's a sign that basically guides you around. Like, hey, if you want to go to the senior center, it's over here. If you want to go to the rec center, it's over here. If you want to go, like, you know, it has all these directions. So I wanted to hang this flyer in the back. Like there was a tree right in back of it. I wanted to hang it above the sign. So if you look at the sign, you're going to see this flyer, you know. Now, no matter how much I tried, how many repositionings and just different areas and no matter what, it just wasn't working. It was, it was barely held up. It just kept falling and gust of wind would have taken it down. So my great idea fell with the breeze. So, um, yeah. So basically I, uh, I decided to go on this other spot. There is a trail that kind of connects. They have a, uh, another thing they have is a, uh, volunteer fire department, 
um, and it's right by the road and there's a massive trail that leads past it. So hung it up on one tree, thought it looked great, everything, worked on it for a bit, and I'm about to walk away and a gust of wind just takes it right off and it flies right off in front of me and I'm just, just stand there. I'm like, this is life. <laughs> After I was working on it for a good few minutes and it doesn't sound long, but when you're pressing things in and just readjusting for a while, it's seconds take a while. So I'm like, okay. Uh, and it's just funny, people are walking by me and I'm just staring at it as it flies. I'm like, great. So I, you know, grab it and I bring it to another tree. And this one was actually more, it was hanging more over the trail. And, uh, I was able to tuck it into a spot in the tree and hang it up properly. And I really pressed it in because now I had just seen the flyer fly away. I didn't want it to fly away again. I was like, I need to keep this here. So perfect. It was in there. It looked good. Take a step back, took some photos, uh, just as I have the other flyers it looked great. And I thought, okay, this will work. Hopefully this doesn't fly away by the time I walk away. Hopefully it's good, especially being by the road. I don't want this flyer to hit anyone's car. Please don't. So, um, great. So now we just hit Terry Wild with two flyers. We just hit Lover's Leap with two flyers. And now we just hit Fairfield Hills with two flyers. So six out of the 15, right? So cool. So we hit three stops. Now comes the tricky part. I go, it's now five o'clock because, uh, instead of getting up early and doing this, I kind of started doing this in noon. I went to Staples, got the copies, drove to these different places. You know, uh, it's now around five, um, or early five, I should say. I'm thinking, okay, um, I need to go to a few different spots. You know, um, I wanted to hit Leatherman's cave, which is a beautiful cave area, hiking area in Watertown. And then consecutively the Whitestone cliffs in Plymouth. And then there was even some trails, other trails in Newtown I wanted to hit. But the big bad one I really wanted to hit, this was the mecca of the trails I wanted to hit today, or that day rather, was the Castle, was Castle Craig in Meriden. This one already had a lot of people. Just a whole bunch of people would already travel up and down this area. But after COVID, it's just amplified it tremendously. So I thought, this is this is the place. This is the big spot I want to hit. So I sat there and I thought, what makes more sense? It's almost nighttime. Should I hit these other trails, then go to Meriden or hit Meriden and these other trails? And I thought, you know, if I'm going to be walking around in the dark, it would make more sense to go to Meriden quickly and then go to these trails. Because I, I figured it's a big park. They'll probably close it by sundown. And this was at five o'clock, right? Sundown was around 730. So I figured I'd had some time to work with. Um, so I figured, let me, I, I, I came to the conclusion. I said, let me go and drive to Meriden. So that's what I did. And, uh, it was a good 45 minute drive. Not bad. You know, um, starving at this point. And I'm like, oh, I need food, but I have food at home and I don't want to spend money. Taco Bell. Thank you. Taco Bell. This is a big plug to Taco Bell here. Uh, got one of their Frito burritos and it filled me with the sustenance I needed to climb this mountain and go to Castle Craig. So yeah, so that was good. Stopped in Waterbury for that. Fantastic. Me and like a hundred other people were all through these different drive-thrus and these fast food chains. I don't blame any of us at all. We're killing it. Um, so I had my water, what was the remainder of it? Cause I was doubting it throughout the day and just ate this, uh, this Frito burrito, delicious. And um, they were taking, gotta say, Taco Bell was taking safety precautions. They're wearing masks, gloves, and um, this is the one in Waterbury. Um, uh, they were very careful to not open the door when they didn't need to. They're, they were taking good precautions. Gotta give them props, you know? So respect uh, respect on Taco Bell's name, you know? Let's put some uh, respect on their name. Um, shout out Birdman. Uh, <laughs> no, so, um, yeah, so, so I headed over there. Uh, Fortunately, wasn't a uh, bad drive. Wasn't, you know, wasn't super bad. Um, because at one point when you're driving around all day, it's not even necessarily walking. It's just the driving. It's just, you know, traveling around a lot can just really get you tired. So at this point, I'm like, man, I'm just out of it. I'm tired, you know, this and that. And I thought, nope, I have other stops to do. I'm not quitting. Let's do this. So got to Meriden. I'm like, okay, cool. Still some light. And I just, I hustled up this mountain. I was like, there's, there's no quitting me. I'm just running up it and I felt great. It felt great to be tired and out of it, but just keep persevering, keep pushing through and running up this mountain. And there's a few times I had to stop, you know, take, take a, take a look, a gonder, whatever the word is, and just look around and everything. 
Gondor. Am I thinking of Gondor from Lord of the Rings? I, I, I don't know. But looking around, and, uh, you know, there's different spots I, could, I was thinking of. And at, th- at this point, this is a massive, massive area. So I decided to dedicate not two, not one, but three flyers. Figured that was fair. And again, I would be strategic. Not going to try and hang them up all in the same area. Going to try and space it out way better, conquer more numbers, this and that. So I uh, hiked all the way up to the top of the mountain and it was a little bit before seven and I was just so tired and out of it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty intense trail um, just to, uh, it's a pretty intense trail just to climb up in general, even if you haven't been doing anything all day. But after traveling around all day and going to these different hiking trails, walk around, you know, I was a little extra tired, but again, you know, give up all that nonsense and we're just going to quit and go home. Like, nah, that's, that's, that's not how we roll. We're going to keep persevering, you know, <laughs> keep going through. So we got up to the, uh, you know, I got up to the top of the mountain and, uh, it was cool. There's a couple other people there and, uh, just sitting there for a while. And I thought, okay, let me wait till seven, at least, you know, seven thirty for, for sundown. So I'll sit here for a little bit, uh, hang out, enjoy the view, then go start hanging up the flyers and then just, uh, get in the car right before it's dark. Um, as much as I want to relax there for hours, I'm just like, I don't have the time, you know, because not only do I have to hit this trail, I have other trails to hit still too. So basically, um, I sat there for a bit and I thought, okay, I have three. I want to put one up here, not three, but just the one at the top. So, um, I, I get up, I waited an extra minute past seven, took that long, deep breath, got up and went. So I'm looking for a spot. I'm like, where do I go? Where do I go? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, or I'm standing there and I go, this is the spot right here. I found this nice tree and from the photo I have and everything of it and from the look of it, you would have to walk by it to get to the castle. So it's the perfect spot. It's right at the entrance. Like there's, di- there's many different trails that connect to the castle, but it passes by this one tree and it looks great. The fire looks great. The castle, oh, it was the most star studded photo I had the whole day. Loved it. So I thought, Great. I was kind of stressing on where to hang it, but this is a good spot when I have three done. So now I'm hiking back down, feeling great, feeling more motivated. It's nothing like getting little goals done to motivate you to take bigger ones on, you know. So now I have to figure out where the other two go. And again, there's interconnect, uh, intersecting trails, interconnecting trails throughout the entirety of this massive, beautiful park. And I thought, let me add one before... Um, like okay so when you walk into this park there's intersect there's like these two massive split offs you can take one which is the road and it's a massive long way that leads you to it or you can kind of dive off to the left and it guides you up these different trails on dirt and up the mountain itself so i hung one up at the very entrance of the left of the left hand side of these trails again you can either go straight or take a left i hung one up on the left and then it looked great from a distance you have no choice but to see it and uh, then I, I wanted to hang up one right at the entrance of the entire of the entire hiking area before it tanks left, before it starts going straight. And um, there wasn't any trees on the right-hand side, which I was kind of bummed out on. There was electric poles, not really any trees. I don't want to hang up on the electric pole because then they'll take it down and problems. So I go, okay, I'm going to hang it up on the left. And I uh, found a good tree and uh, did the deed. You know, dirty deeds sun cheap, ACDC. Um, looked good. And at this point, it was borderline dark. So I was like, cool. I did it. Awesome. Climbed up and down the mountain. Record time. Uh, <laughs> got the three posters done, the fl- three flyers down, Conquer Meriden, Castle Craig. It's the big one I really wanted to accomplish. The other ones are great, but this one was the most populated by far. Um, so great. So I did that. And it was just pretty dark out. Well, it was getting borderline dark out. Lights were on. And I thought, what a lovely night. It's nice to be out and just enjoy these street lights and enjoy these lights of this park when it's dark out. And I'm used to doing that for no reason, just enjoying being out. But in the midst of being on a mission like this, it, w- it was fun to do. And I was happy to do that. So got my car. I thought, okay, cool. Just take, uh, at this point, I've done two at Terrywell, two in Lover's Leap, two in Fairfield Hills, did not do Bennett and Mercower. And now I just did three in Castle Craig. Perfect. You know, so, uh, yeah. So that was what? Nine of a nine out of 15. So we're doing good. Well over halfway done. And it's 
it's past like at this point it's borderline eight o'clock i'm like oh man this is uh this is taking some time because forget walking places and figuring them out but driving between these places it was a time-consuming day but uh, I had to get done. You know, this is a goal of mine. I wanted to achieve it um, in hopes maybe I can spread the audience and have more people follow. Um, so the next stop was the Whitestone Cliffs in Plymouth. So it's only a 20-minute drive. Not bad. Very um, terrible parking, got to say. Uh, in the Plymouth, Watertown area, some of these places don't have the best parking. But what can you do? So I pulled off to the side. And I didn't feel like hiking it in the dark. I was like, I'm just going to hang this up at the entrance. So I found this nice little spot where you see it as you pull in. And as you're getting out of the car, you have no choice but to cross paths with it again. Unlike very in the beginning. In Terry Wild, the first flyer hung up. It was, you, you would pass it when you drive. And then it was easy to miss if you're walking into the park. It was just the way the tree was placed and where the flyer was as opposed to the entrance. This, on the other hand, you would park to the right of it and as you get out of your car you would have to pass it on your left so way better placement felt good to bat it looked great again nighttime so didn't have to climb up to the top of the white stone cliffs which i normally would do but feeling kind of uh feeling kind of like not doing it you know feeling tired so at this point i'm like cool did plymouth now let's do leatherman's cave which is a good 10 minutes away not bad pull up over there again leatherman's cave beautiful area love it great not the best parking so i it's actually right near some people's houses too which led to, led to the reason i uh, wasn't able to get a photo of it um of this one flyer um so i hung it up right at the entrance right in this tree with these other signs and things like that it looked good really pressed the thumbtacks just as always and i heard their dog get out of the house and go crazy and i thought how far is this dog away from me and got closer and I didn't think he was going to come after me, but I did kind of go to the car. And especially since the, um, I saw the light go on, I was like, yep, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not, you know, what, what, what could they have honestly done? You know, what are they going to do? Just come outside and be like, Hey, don't hang flyers here. Go. We hate your podcast. We hate your kind. You know, like, I, I don't know, but there's a certain level of just, it's nighttime. I'm near their house. They don't know me. Their dog's going crazy. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So Went in my car, rushed out of there, needed gas, and luckily there was gas right down the road by the entrance of the highway. Uh, perfect. And gas is so cheap right now. So after all that, filled my tank back up. I think I was at half a tank when I started it, and now I just went through the entire thing. No biggie. Um, so great. Mission accomplished. And it, it uh, started to drizzle around this time. And as I'm driving back on the highway, it just starts to drizzle, rain, rain, and pour. And I thought, you know... I was gonna hike Leatherman's Cave. I was gonna hang not only one flyer at the entrance, but one at the very top. And then I decided not to beforehand. And I was gonna go to Newtown and hang up other flyers. And I, on my way back to Newtown, it's pouring. And I thought, you know, this is this is some good stuff right here. This is some perfect timing, some divine intervention, whatever you want to call it. I was gonna be in the midst of the woods and it was gonna downpour, or I was gonna do this and it was gonna downpour. Ultimately, neither of those happened. On my way back home, I'm on the highway and it's downpouring, and I thought, you know what? I hit two at Terrywell, two at Lover's Leap, uh, two at Fairfield Hills, three at Meriden, Castle Craig, one at Plymouth Whitestone Cliffs, and then one at uh, Leatherman's Cave Watertown. So that's 11 hung up in strategic places and different trails around Connecticut, all populated, all popular, all great. And hanging them all these up in the hopes that people could maybe discover the podcast and join in and join in and welcome in the family and things like that. And, you know, who knows? Um, why not? You know, even if I gain nothing out of it, I think it was still a productive thing to do. It's great exercise, certainly. And it was good. Uh, I feel like no matter what, succeed or fail, it's good to put a lot of hard work into something. So I, I felt accomplished. I got home and I felt great. Had some nice Sicilian pizza, just hung out, watched... Uh, you know, watch some uh, UFC and everything. Just watch the trilogy between Tito Ortiz and Forrest Griffin. So that was fun. Uh, just a great time. Just hung out. And I thought, you know what? Awesome day. Got a lot done. And we did. We did it. There's a lot of moments I wanted to quit. And I thought, let's just keep going. Let's just hang these up. Who cares if I get not even a single listener out of this? I tried. And it's kind of funny because I've already heard friends talk about they've seen some of my flyers. So that's funny. Um, 
So, hey, at least it's 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 visible. You know, that only confirms it right there. I knew it was visible because I could see it and others could see it, but it's it's just funny to hear it secondhand. And these weren't people I told I was going to do this. Maybe they heard the other podcasts. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? But um, just rambling here. So that was fun. And uh, I was really, really uh, enjoying that trip. Um, if anyone's listening who happened to have seen the Flyers, uh, welcome. Uh, I'm Eli Elihi many names, you know, or I guess Sourstone. It's kind of a analogy type thing I put there. Um, free the Sourstone. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all, uh, it's all a bunch of different funny names and names illustrating the fact that, uh, I wanted to make this podcast to kind of just express my thoughts and talk. Um, we're all quarantined at least sometimes. And, uh, I figured this would be the perfect time to maybe invest in podcasting. Always loved it. Thought, why not give it a shot? succeed or fail it's always just great to try new things and go for it especially now in the quarantine we can only be productive um or just uh sit around and do nothing so i figured i feel more uh i feel better about myself when i'm trying to go out and do things um i tried sitting around watching tv and it just it's okay for a bit but i just get angsty so it's it's fun yeah this this quarantine has proven uh the free time it's given me has been great. Uh, very thankful that I could take this time to pursue new things and hopefully, you know, push this podcast further and further down and grow it. That's what I'm attempting to do. Um, yeah. And I uh, want to thank anyone for listening, too. This was my longest episode so far. It usually averaged anywhere from, man, 20 minutes to I think the longest one I had before this was 40. So now... Yeah, we're well past 50 minutes here. So if you listen to the end, if you listen thus far, all the other episodes, if you're a frequent listener, a new listener, whatever, want to thank you. Um, we'll see what this journey leads for both of us here. Uh, what I talk about, what you listen to, and how we both just keep continuing on. So um, strange outros aside, uh, again, thank you. And just um, if you see the flyers, uh let me know let me know if you guys think you know do do they look good i think uh i think the photo i put and i think the font which is funny (laughs) i truth be told i didn't actually write that on the flyers my mom i have terrible handwriting and we're working together on it i picked the photo she kind of was able to sign it so uh shout out mom thank you so much um and then shout out the mill plane staples helping laminate it and uh giving good advice and stuff you know yeah group effort so thank you guys for tuning in Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, I'm Elihi, and uh, stay safe, stay productive. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys.